1: Rocky Flintstone Unleashed, Belinkers Saturday. Hi guys, welcome to another Belinkers Saturday, episode 11, season 8. Okay, I hope you've all had a wonderful week and that you're all relaxed for this Saturday morning podcast. That is, if you listen on a Saturday, some of you don't, but many do, on a Sunday. So, as you now know, over the next few minutes, I'll delve into various reviews and comments about everything Belinda Blinked and Rocky Flintstone, and in doing so, giving you some of my own views on what's been said or not said. We'll look at my books, my merch, some emails, podcast reviews, and of course, the latest of your wonderful Reddit comments. Please feel free to comment whenever I go over the top when you're concerned. So, let's start with Twitter, now known as X. Nelson Kelly liked a post I was mentioned in, and he says, Question, but on the episode Belinda Blinked 4, the blurb at the end, who sings the special one theme song that you wrote? Well, hey, Nelson, that's an easy one for me. Very good question, and the answer is Brynn Christopher the amazing UK-based songwriter himself. Get that name? Burin Christopher. Okay, what's been going on at Reddit? Blinda Blinked 6A is insane. By A.R.G. Dov. So, I'm unsure how many people on here have either bought the book or listened to it on Rocky's podcast, but... After doing a bit of a speed-read of it, I felt like I needed to talk about it. A list of a few things worth noting. Early on in the book, there's a brief dalliance with the Duchess which continues the seemingly ongoing gag of Belinda leaving her a sexually exhausted mess from the, the pleasure she gets. Despite the book being titled The MI6 Spanish Mission, For about the first six chapters, Belinda is attempting to fix an old car she's kept in her garage. Now, as a side point, I want you to focus on why did she get that car? Why was that car left there in the first place? It's so important to the ongoing plot. Okay, guys? So, a rather sexy auto-repairman aids her in this challenge. Once the van's repaired, she finally heads out on the on the mission. The Duchess asked her to take on in, like, chapter one. The rest of the book is predominantly her travelling and sporadically working on the car, as for some reason she decided to drive to Spain instead of flying. Probably takes about the same amount of time with all these airport checks, guys. I'm very sorry to say it. The book has a co-writer, someone who has written for some automobile magazine I'm not familiar with. This is because throughout the entire novel, even after the car is properly fixed, Rocky pauses the narrative to expose at length about how to fix and maintain an old car. Well, yes, It's uh, one of these things of mine, um, having worked in a mechanic's garage for a few years, I do like to try and pass on some knowledge, like how to change a tyre. Something you will never want to do, and let's hope your auto repair mechanic is handy in the middle of the night at um, 5am when it's peeing down with rain. But if he's not, then reading this book will give you the uh, knowledge of how to do it safely. Okay, Belinda ends up revisiting Penelope Polly in France on her way to Spain. They have a grand old time, as you'd expect, and nipple clamps are involved, saying no more, guys. The mission in question is unbelievably vague, to the point even Belinda doesn't seem sure what to do. Well, aren't all spy missions vague? I mean, you never know what you're going to do till you get there at the very last minute, and then you have to be a spy and do it. Okay. There's a moment where a character advises Belinda to get something done about her eyes, which suggests that just like people have always joked, Belinda never blinks except for when noted in the text. At the end of the book, Belinda ends up at a camping ground, running into D'Artagnan Raspberry. A character from Lockdown 69, which I just sort of assumed wasn't canon because there's literally no place for it to fit into the timeline. But I guess it somehow does. He's the man Belinda's after. Or is he? D'Artagnan ends up confronting her with a gun, and then Belinda blinks, and then the book ends. Well, it's classically baffling Rocky. How on earth is this going to lead into Book 7? Only Rocky could say. A.R.G. Dove makes an edit. Upon reading the first five chapters of Lockdown 69 and consulting Chian's timeline, it's possible that the book takes place between chapters two and three of book five, as about two weeks have passed between the chapters. The lack of Giselle, mention of the explosion having recently happened, it does add up. However, Natasha Biles and her assistant Show up, which suggests that the live show also needs to fit into the timeline, and I've no clue how that could work. When would the RSM retreat have taken place? I have to say to you, A.R.G. Dove, so many questions, so many questions. However, Theosorius Rexent 1025 adds, I love the idea of a spy getting a mission and not knowing what it is. Rowboy Yetman adds, I'm certain James will have a good cackle at D'Artagnan Raspberry. Mr. Worldwide 651 adds, petition for the gang to do a special episode reacting to Linda Blinked 6A as a whole. A.R.G. Gov replies, it's about as long as a standard-blinked book. I'd like it to be like eight hours long as a single episode. (laughs) Ha ha ha! Mr. Worldwide 651 adds, I see no issue. Throw that bish away, adds. Where can I buy this? ARG Dove does a great marketing job for me and says, it's available on Kindle. I'm diffusing ads. I could be confused, but isn't there two versions of Natasha Biles? There's a version in the live show and another in Lockdown 69, I believe. ARG Gov replies I'm not seeing anything in the in the character rankings book to really back that up. It's possible, I guess, as a head canon to make it all fit together. I'm diffusing replies. No, Natasha Biles is in Lockdown sixty nine. She features prominently in chapter four, if you want to read or listen to it. The live show was advertised as the lost chapter and removed for apparently being so bad. I'm more inclined to believe this is the version from Lockdown 69 than the one from the Lost Chapter. Although I think we can confidently say that the timeline is buggered anyway, so there's no point in concerning ourselves with it laughing out loud. A.R.G. Dove S. Sorry, A.R.G. Dove S. I forgot your S. This crossed my mind. The idea that maybe Belinda has met Natasha... In the main timeline, as it were, God, I can't believe I'm talking like this about Belinda Blinked. And we just never got that. I couldn't find anything in lockdown 69 to suggest they'd met before then, so I suppose that works. The meetup we got in the live show just didn't happen. This also means that Belinda's also met Benny, Bella's brother, at some point too, which is sort of funny as he also appears in lockdown 69. Okay, guys, let's get to the bottom of all this. Let's cut to the chase. All the characters in the Blinda Blinked universe are time-sensitive. All the writing joins together. The secret is, from your point of view, how do they join together? And that, of course, is the question. And that, of course, is Belinda Blinked.
0: Say hello to a new era of mental health care.
1: OK, moving on to another Reddit theme from the past week. Just listen to Jim's secret on the bus by Robophile TA. Or Robophile TA. Someone passed by with a paperback that said Blue Juice. <coughs> Do you have a Flag 42 ads? Did you feel it cut across your dreams? Jailman of Oz bumped in and said Jim's secretions. OK. Very good, guys. Thank you ever so much for those lovely Reddit comments, and we'll leave it there at the secretion bit. Okay, let's have a look at the iTunes reviews. Looking at GB, one star, Ronil1972 says, Pathetic. Son decides to publicly mock something I'm sure his father wasn't particularly proud of in the first place. Pathetic. At least his father did something creative, rather than just profiting from somebody else's work. I'd be turning in my grave if it was my son. Hey, O'Deale, 1972, I appreciate you standing up for me. You must be a really good bloke, but it's all my fault. I played a prank on Jamie. He took his time in responding, but... He did his due diligence, checked out his pals, and then suckered me with a podcast. Absolutely wonderful. So, I'm sure you'll now understand. And I'm so glad he's profiting from my original work. And to be honest, I'm really glad I'm presently not in a grave to be turning over in. Just saying. OK, let's move on now to the... uh, U.S. with some podcast reviews. Five stars. Cameron Kicklighter. Flesh of mankind. I laughed. I cried. Weirdly, I was never aroused. 11 out of 10 would recommend. Thank you, Cameron Kicklighter. What a fantastic name. Okay, four stars. Nelson Silberberg. I injured my knee. I injured my knee while on the treadmill, while listening to the show's first season, and I don't regret it. What a fantastic show. Well, Nelson, I hope your leg's better now and that um, you're enjoying season two, three, four, five and six. Wow, Nelson, if I injured my knee, I'd only be giving a two-star review, but you've given a four-star review. But let's be honest, what's a what's a one-star difference? Keep this up, and you'll be Belinker of the Week. Okay, moving across to Australia, we've got five stars, Big Belinker, 10 out of 10, wickedly funny and weirdly relatable. Hosts, not subject matter, love this podcast. Five stars. Mrs. Fielding. Only podcast I listen to. I listen on repeat. Best thing ever. Repeat. Best thing ever. Wow. Repeat. 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 Mrs. Fielding. This is amazing. Okay. Here's an email. Hi, Rocky. You replied to my Reddit comment this morning about the newsletter that was offered with Book One. I would absolutely love to see any bonus content. I also want to say thanks for sharing your work with the world. I'm a grad student who is usually very stressed, and your podcast has helped me laugh away my worries about finals and projects. So, thank you. I also lived in Brazil for two years teaching English, and I love all of your references to Brazil. Your iconic line, he was Brazilian and he knew it, will always happily live rent-free in my head. Thanks. Amanda. Hey, Amanda. Wonderful to hear from you, and please find attached the pieces I send out. I love Brazil. It has fantastic beaches and wonderful restaurants, which I always visit when I'm over there. Hope all your finals, projects, etc. are going well, and thank you for being a blinker. And I can't forget about my Amazon reviews, Blinder Blink 2 from Ruby. Five out of five stars, as beautifully odd as Adam's personality. When you get what you want, you feel great, and Belinda Blink too. was exactly what the Belinkers wanted. Chapter 16 is gold, thanks to Hank's gank, but I don't recommend eating beforehand. Well done, Lucky, you elegant genius. P.S. My auntie is sick. Hey, Ruby, hope your aunt gets well soon. OK, let's have a look at Etsy and see what's happening with some of my merch. Gemma Kehohan Galvin. Autographed, Blender Blink one poster by Rocky Finson with free worldwide shipping, plus bonus poster. Five out of five stars. Thrilled with my own little bit of Rocky. Seriously fangirling, thank you so much. My pleasure, Gemma, thank you. Finally, some press comments. GQ, the best comedy podcast for light relief listening. From off-menu to no such thing as a fish, here's our pick of the best by Britt Dawson. Okay, Britt, thank you for this. What kind of podcast fan are you? Are you a serious thinker who can't start the day without a deep dive into the latest news story? Are you a binge listener who's after an episodic story, each ending on a dramatic cliffhanger? A bloke who's into more than just sports? Or are you just after some light relief? Ever since the podcast boom of the mid-2010s, and especially since the global popularity of 2015's My Dad Otto a Porno, comedy podcasts have continued to dominate the format. Whether hosted by Hollywood celebrities who are reliving their best days of the sitcoms that made them famous, or actual comedians trying their hand at, say, running a fictitious restaurant, they're one of the best ways to unwind. The upside? You don't have to do a whole lot of thinking. Hey Brit, wonderful review, wonderful comment about us. Thank you for making us iconic, and yes, I've even got my own recipe book. Does that count as a fictitious restaurant? So, hey guys, it's been another interesting few days. Let's pick Rocky's Poop of the Week, and it's got to be Roniel 1972. I hope you understand. And now, the blinker of the week, who is... A.R.G. Dove S. Well done, A.R.G. Dove S. Nice theme. And the reason why, for exposing how Belinda blinked 6A is so insane. But you didn't mention the wonderfully exotic tropical treehouse at Madame Pelé's address. But thank you. OK. That's all of it from myself at Rocky's Pavilion. Feel free to email me at flintstonerocky at gmail.com. Contact me on Twitter at X at flintstonerocky or on Reddit at Rocky Unleashed or at my Etsy store, Rocky's Pavilion, all one word, if you have any comments on my rambles. Ciao, until next time.